Welcome to the Marine Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy, combined with my medical background, have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, and welcome to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. And of course, you can listen to us online from pretty much anywhere in the world. You can go to my website at energyintuitive.com, go to the radio show page, and click on the Listen Live button. People can also go to KKNW's website. And what is that address, Eric? It is 1150kknw.com. Lovely. And of course, you can listen to all of our shows where we've entered our fourth year. Surprising, kind of shocks me that we've been live on the radio for four years. Where does the time go? It's just flown by. <laughs> yeah, it really has. Um, so we have, you know, almost, well, three plus years of archived material from all kinds of people we've interviewed and all kinds of shows. So you can listen to those at any time. And those are all also on my um Website on the archive well, page. Also, I think this is a really great service for people that call into the show because, so, you know, sometimes you're just in the moment and then you're all excited and then you, you get done with the call and you can't remember. Yeah, right. What did what did Marie actually say that I should <laughs> yeah. do, you know, and then you can actually go back and re-listen to that call and you could even play it, you know, a few times so that it really becomes embedded. And I'm sure there's deeper meanings in there sometimes that people don't hear the first time. I agree. Yeah, but plus the you're second nervous. or third time listening to it, maybe something clicks that didn't necessarily click before. I think that's perfect. That's why I record every session that I do, mm-hmm. private session in my home, and we give everyone a CD of the session so that they can do exactly what you said. Because people get nervous, too. Yeah, I get nervous here, and I'm not even calling in. So <laughs> I, don't, get I don't blame people. Yeah. Speaking of calling in, though, um, today is Tuesday. It's yeah. Boot Camp for the Soul. We yeah. focus on the listeners uh, on Tuesdays exclusively. You know, every mm-hmm. Thursday you have great guests, but Tuesday's all about you out there. So if you want to call in today, today is the day to do it. Uh, let me give you the numbers real quick. 425 425- Three seven three five five two seven. That's four two five three seven three five five two seven. Or toll free eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. That's eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. And we do have some lines open, which is kind of a rare thing for this show. So if you've been waiting, now's the day to call. Yeah, we love that. We absolutely love that. And I wanted to get a shout out to Lauren. From 107.2 FM Cooperative Radio in Vancouver, Washington. She interviewed me yesterday. I had so much fun. It was a very interesting interview. You know, I'm on the other side of the mic, which uh-huh. I'm not always as comfortable with. Um, but she did a flawless job. And there was no caller, so I really had to answer questions for a whole hour. Mm. And it was actually quite enjoyable. <laughs> I really enjoyed myself. Cool. Um, so, yes, I'm looking forward to um, further interviews with her in the future. Um, and this Thursday, you'll be able to listen to a pre-recorded show of me. I'm Dr. Oz. I mean, actually, Dr. Lisa Oz, not Dr. Oz. We try to get Dr. Oz on the show. We haven't been able to do that. But his beautiful wife, Lisa Oz, she wrote a book called Us, and I interviewed her, I think, um, last summer, somewhere around the time. So we're going to play that show. I think Dr. Oz is too busy running from the He's... apple juice growers. <laughs> right now he is. I read that. I know my heart went out to him. He's so great at educating all of us about what's really healthy. And I actually do have, uh, when my kids were little, I read a lot of articles about 
um, non-organic juice right. and how the chemicals actually create very unhealthy combination that our kids should not be drinking. So I think he was right on personally. Um, but, you know, we still, uh, you know, solely um, support the chemicals in the United States still. And, you know, my my middle daughter is an organic agricultural student, and she says, really, probably we can't feel, feed everyone with organic food all the time because the crops grow slower. You know, they, they don't produce as much as chemically sprayed crops. So she says we have to come out with some balance, you know, where sure. we're, we're not only just eating chemical food, but we're finding ways where we can feed everyone. Well, in this case, it, it was he was... Our apple juice has all this arsenic in it. Well, as yeah, it, it turns arsenic, out, there's yeah. organic arsenic that occurs naturally in juice, and that's not actually a bad thing. Oh. So confusing, sure, for people, but he's a doctor. He should know better than that. Well, so. yeah, but here, here's the tricky thing. You know, like even, um, you know, even we still put mercury in our mouths, you know. So, there, so Very you true. know, there's this fine line between how much is poisonous and toxic to the human body and how much isn't. And conventional belief system is like, wow, we can handle a lot because I still know a lot of dentists who still want to put mercury in people's mouths. And I'm not going to let anyone put, I already have enough. I've I've already figured it's already bled into my system over the last, (laughs) you know, 30 years. So whatever. But um, yeah, so so that's very fascinating. We're going to continue our conversation on Bootcamp for This Old Tuesday on creating a new story. All right. You know, making yeah. that new story about your past, but you can even make a new story about your current things. And Eric and I, it's kind of funny how we're both kind of working on some similar projects. You're doing a lot of improvements. I think it's on rental property, not your personal yeah. home. And I'm doing some improvements on my personal home. And so we were talking, you know, during the break or before we went live about oh, a, little, a little bit of the stress of finding contractors, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, there's plenty of it. <laughs> right. And so I told Eric I changed my story, uh, but this was a slightly different way of doing it. I imagine that was already done because I really was getting frustrated, by the way. Uh-huh. And I wasn't happy with the bids either. I'm like, really? You know? <laughs> yeah. um, and so I changed my story that, the, you know, that it's already done. I didn't know how, when, or any of the circumstances, but I just imagined walking through my house with fully finished, you know, brand new hardwood floors mm-hmm. and bathrooms completely remodeled and fresh paint on the walls. And then people started to be referred to me that I thought were amazing and I loved their bids. So I think that's what you're going to have to do okay, to get that rental property done so you don't have to worry about it. I am very much looking forward to not worrying yay, about it. <laughs> yay. So he's going to be changing his current story. That's lovely. Well, it looks like we've got some uh, callers on the phone lines. That, you know, we so appreciate our callers. You know, Eric mentions, you know, please call in. And next thing you know, all of our lines are full. And we just so appreciate that so much. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Absolutely. Let's uh, talk to Sonia in New York. Hi, Sonia. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Marie? I'm great. What can I do for you today? Um, I'm calling uh, for two reasons. One, I'm calling in regards to a relationship that um, I think is expiring. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think that this is, you know, you're so cute because you're very intuitive yourself. You know, yeah. you just don't always listen to your intuition. And and before you even said the word expiration, I saw a carton of milk in the fridge and it's curdled. <laughs> so I know boy, you've, oh boy. you've been procrastinating, you know? Yeah, I have been, right? Yeah. Yep. I have. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So there must be some things that are really great about it, you know, some things that you really like about it, like maybe the intimacy. That, and all, and also I've been using it, like when I entered the relationship, I was really using it to kind of grow. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, I, there's a lot I need, I'm going to learn from this. 
And so I just didn't know when that was over or if it was <laughs> going to be over. I was like, but I can accept this person and I can be accepting. And um, it's but, become incredibly clear to me over time. Yes, it doesn't work for you. It's not a balanced relationship. You can't get what you need out of it from what I can see. Yeah. So I think you really, and then of course I do want to hear your other question, but I think you really do need to change your story about relationships because I think it's time for you to stop moving into relationships that you know are not long term. Mm-hmm. You don't need to learn anything more. You've had many experiences. You, you kind of okay. know it all. You know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. That's it's like now you need to learn what it feels like to be in a relationship that really feeds your soul. That's the part yeah. you don't know enough about. Yeah. And I've never had that. Right. So you need to stop trying to figure out all these other things that you already get. You know, that you're a master at how to, you know, how to maintain a relationship that's not working. Mm -hmm. Well, you are. So so that probably goes back to a long period of time, maybe even before intimate relationships, perhaps even friendships with with girlfriends when you were younger or with siblings or with your parents, where maybe there was a fair amount of dysfunction or disorganization and you learned how to make things work no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So um, I I don't know if you listened to last week's show. We were talking about changing your story. I did, yeah. Oh, excellent. So changing your story, for those of you who weren't listening, um, who were busy, maybe shopping, back to school shopping or something (laughs) fun. I hope you were having a wonderful time. Um, It's about really going back in time and creating a different story in your head that is more of a reflection of what you wanted. Because as a child, what you really need to be is nurtured and cared for. It's not your job to referee the family relationships. Children are supposed to play and be this great inspiration to us of freedom and remind us about, you know, simple joys in life. And it sounds like to me you grew up pretty quickly and uh, you kind of had to be, at least from your perspective, the center person to make everything work well. Yeah, I definitely felt that responsibility. Mm-hmm. So the, the new story would be to go back in your mind and in your heart and have a different experience, let your parents go to therapy, you mm-hmm. know, uh, in the story and and have them not discuss their problems publicly in front of the kids to such depth that they did or, or whatever yeah. the circumstances were. That's yeah. what I keep seeing that. And uh-huh. and that they take responsibility. We're really sorry we're fighting right now because, you know, it's normal to have arguments in, in partnership. Um, but this is nothing about you kids. We're fine. And go out and play and come back and tell us all about it. In other words, change your story so that you're not stuck in that old routine and you can allow some healing to occur in your history so that your future in your own partnership um, looks different. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that. I appreciate sure. it. Sure. And you had a second question? Uh, I do. I do. Um, um, I called a, a long time ago, and I remember you said something about um, – my circle, and you were like, you know, the people in your life, they just don't get it. And uh-huh. at the time, I think I wasn't really ready to hear that. I was a sure. little like, I have great friends. Like, you what know, I'm talking I, about I'm very picky. <laughs> yeah. um, but I guess I'm ready to hear, I guess, what. And I just wanted you to go further into that. Cause I, okay. I, you know, it's it's so fun. You know, um, sometimes when I'm in session with people, I actually make them mad. Well, I piss them off, and I don't even know it because mm-hmm. I'm just kind of in my own zone translating information and moving energy and uh, they'll approach me and of course I don't remember clients very well um, because I like to disconnect from them so that they can live their life without me um, as a voyeur into their life and uh, so people will come to me on my Wednesday night class or it's Thursday nights now and they'll stand in line and they'll say I'm so sorry I was mad at you a year ago and I go really? (laughs) 
oh, they go, and then I finally listened to what you said and okay, yeah, that was a good idea or something like yeah. that. It's pretty cute. But yeah. I, you weren't mad at me, so thank you. I can tell you no. weren't. No. <laughs> so, um, well, I think this even reflects the partnership that you are talking about. I, I think you have surrounded yourself with people that need your help and, mm-hmm. and you're very good at that. But it doesn't really service personally. If you want to do that professionally, that's different. But I think it doesn't service personally when you don't have people in your life who can also equally help you. Right. So yeah. that's why I think you need to switch out the majority of the of your close friends and maybe have some downtime about what you deserve. Yeah. And start to put that in your mind so you can start to attract people who it, where it's mutual and who aren't as needy. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. True. And, and actually, it really, uh, I don't know if it was a few weeks ago you said something in regards, you had a show about um, who who's your circle and people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I listened to that show and I was like, oh, wow, I get it now. You said something about um, being around people who inspire you. To, oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, the people who I have as my friends now, I'm like, I'm so amazed by who they are they're such incredible people and they're able to help me in ways that I can't help myself and yet they're not needy and then the help I can offer them is like they get it so quickly oh yeah thanks you know and they just run with the ball so it's a very different experience for me and I look forward for you to have such an experience in your own life okay thank you for that you're welcome can I ask one more question very quickly very quickly um you mentioned moving as well and Uh, I didn't move and I don't know if this is what you meant well, did I want you to move further than where you moved? Yeah. Yeah. So that I still see the same thing. Like, <laughs> I, I think you live, well, you live in New York, and uh-huh. I think I wanted you to move closer to me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so okay. that's how I still feel. But, hey, everyone has free will. You could do what yeah. feels right to you, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's a big said, move. Yes. You said you're not going to, but <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah. So it's something to think about. Okay. Thank Have a so beautiful much. day in New York. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Too. So we're right, talking bye. about yeah, bye bye. We're talking about changing your story here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesday, and we'll be right back. Are you curious about the other side or afterlife experiences? You may not remember living in this alternate realm, but it is your true home. Marie has worked with thousands of clients providing closure and healing for those living here on Earth and those now living on the other side. Join Marie at her Other Side Workshop Saturday, October 8th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new Astrology Hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silberman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilbermanAstrology.com. Hi, this is Adam Seward. Join me for an afternoon of presence. 
Awaken Life, every Monday at 3 p.m. here on Alternative Talk, 1150. For more info, go to www.embracingsilence.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Time for something different. Time for Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, and we're talking about changing your story. We want to thank our listeners again for listening. It's such an honor to um, really be in this place and to listen to how people's lives are affected and uh, and how we're all kind of helping each other. It's really exciting. Even Eric gets ideas. Mike, when he was uh, taking over for you on vacation, he got some answer to his back pain. And Oh, excellent. Yeah, so we'll have to check on him at some point and see how that's still working. You know, one of the stories I had to change for myself, I'm, I'm still working on it because I'd love to move from not having my own editor to just using my editor at my publishers. Mm-hmm. Um, although I love my editor. She's adorable. Um, is that I'm a great writer, you know, versus, oh, I can't write. <laughs> right. So, and obviously I've worked somewhat on that story because now I get to have a book published, You've right? written a story. I've so. written a lot of stories uh, based on client stories and all that good stuff. And I remember when Tammy Simon was interviewing me for a video that will be released when the book's released on their, mm-hmm. on Soundstream's website. And I talked about how challenging it was for me to get in a space that, oh, I can write. And she goes, well, what are you talking about? You wrote dialogue in your book and people who are writers write dialogue. I'm like, really? So it's like as you're changing your story and you listen to what people have to say to you, you have to incorporate it into your new way of being and in your new way of believing in yourself. And and so I think it's important to pay attention to those things and don't dismiss them, integrate them. So who else do we have on the line? Well, let's talk to Elaine in Puyallup now. Hi, Elaine. How are you? I'm fine. I had a session with you in... August, I believe. Oh, wow. Just recently. Mm-hmm. Wow. How was it? <laughs> it was very good, and I recommend it to anyone. Oh, it was, it, you're so sweet. It, it helped me oh, good. Uh, to have a new story, like you're saying. Wow. So so August, you know, isn't that long ago. So are you, is your new story, because apparently we talked about that in a session I won't remember, unfortunately, Um is is it have you noticed any changes from whatever we discussed or homework that you were encouraged to perhaps uh, participate in? Yes, um I have I have two little kind of questions for you today sure. about that. The, the first one is is um we had kind of a family issue thing and we went to a memorial um service typing dedication for my mother-in-law oh. and I encountered my in-laws uh-huh. and one of the things that I changed my story is not being the victim of their negative energy wow. <laughs> very nicely. And I actually went up to my father-in-law and put my hand on him. I don't know where it came from. So it was like this energy went through me. And I gave him what you'd call mercy or grace, however you want to put it. And I just said it was nice seeing you. And you look, and some of the fact that, you know, you, I'm glad to see you looking good. And this man has been just horrible to me. And that's the new me. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, congratulations. I would like to believe that it changed something, but I don't think it did. Well, it did in terms of how you're relating to him and how you're interpreting your relationship to your in-laws. So, of course, it changed. Of oh, course, good. it did. Absolutely, because you you no longer feel like you're victimized by the relationship. And, and you feel like you were able to be present with him during a moment of his grief, which is the type of person that you are, actually. You know, you have a very compassionate spirit about you. So you were able to do that, even though there's this history that you're working on. So that's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. And, and that, that came out of, you know, the session with you, but now I'm down to business here. I know that you say when you have problems with your spine, Uh there's relation problems, I believe, or issues that you need to deal with, obviously. And it's my tailbone. My ah. tailbone hurts down yeah. in there. <laughs> and well, I just can't get rid of it. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Well, the tailbone is, you're right, the tailbone is connected to the family of origin. But the spine from C1 all the way to the tip of the coccyx, it's about being stubborn hmm, and cute. standing in your way and not letting go and not surrendering. So the mantra I usually give people when they have any form of back issue, and I'm so sorry about the coccyx because that really does hurt. I've had pain there before, and that's a very painful. I'm going to do some energy work while we're talking on it and see if we can get that area to shift. But the mantra, and I don't know if I gave this exercise to you during our session, is to repeat for like two to three minutes, two to three times a day, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. Okay. So you can get out of the way. Okay. Okay, and I bet you anything you're changing the dynamics of your family of origin, not just from your in-laws, but your own family of origin. And that's why your tailbone is kind of irritating you right now because you're having to let go of your perception of how you're viewed in your family and how you're appreciated. Oh, that makes perfect sense to me. Great. So you might (laughs) maybe just work on changing your story about that, see them more loving. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I know it's going to work because oh, I feel a million times better after <laughs> seeing you physically. Oh, wonderful. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm so happy. No, I am too, actually. So I thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Too. All right, our next caller is Pam in Issaquah. Hi, Pam. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you, Marie? I'm great. I'm very well, thank you. I'm, I'm about to have a, like a five-day vacation. I didn't tell Eric this, but this is why I'm not going to be in the studio on Thursday, and you're going to listen to Lisa Oz, which was a really fun interview, because I'm just going to chill out and uh, relax during our last weekend, September. Um, but So I'm great. <laughs> so, wow. Cool. Yeah, what can I do for you? Well, I was actually wondering if you could have a look with my husband, his mm-hmm. name is Steve, and he is working like a crazy man, tra- traveling and very high stress, and at the end of it all, the end of the year, could be a very large commission check, but we don't know yet. And so I'm wondering if you can tell whether it's worth <laughs> it or not, um, <laughs> because it's just, I mean, he's so stressed. And then the, the second part of it is I've been a stay-at-home mom all this time, and I'm not contributing. And, and you want to. I do. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, I think being a stay-at-home mom is lovely. I'm the type of person that if I stayed home, you know, I had to work part-time because I would just freaking go crazy mm-hmm. at home. Um, but I, I didn't want to work full-time because I really missed my babies. So, uh, but, you know, I think that when people have the opportunity to be home to raise their children, I think that when you love that job, then the kids benefit enormously from it. So uh, congratulations. Because mm-hmm. it's not easy to swing for everyone. So congratulations. <laughs> 
Um, so first we'll talk about your husband. First of all, I don't think that any level of stress is worth the big bucks. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion. He does not agree with me on that, by the way. I know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we want to safeguard guard his health for the rest of his life. Right. So he needs to start changing his own story because it goes all the way back to a work ethic in his family mm-hmm. about how you have to work really hard to make things happen. Yeah, exactly. So I would have him, you know, figure that out, kind of how can he shift that in his own world? Because I have a work ethic, even though I work very hard myself, is that I, the, the less I work, the more money I make. So okay. I'm constantly working in that realm. You know, how can I work less and make more money? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so, yes, I do think he's going to get the money. Okay. I do. But that isn't what we really need to be talking about. We need to No, be ta- it's not. And, and uh-huh. he's not on this. He's not on this journey with me, and to try and convince him that that this can be healed this way is not. Um, it, it probably needs to come from someone other than me. Yeah. Um, however, he does listen to you, even though he's not following your advice. He's not going to go see a therapist soon. Maybe in a couple years. Ah, okay. um, and and perhaps the the stress that he's feeling now. Although we don't we don't want anything to create a toll on his being. But as you know. Stress is the biggest cause of dis-ease, you know, whether it's emotionally or physically or mentally in our being. So he might have a wake-up call in the next few years if he doesn't take it down a few notches. When I read his energy in his brain, and he's totally letting me read him, whenever anyone asks me about a family member, I always ask for permission mm-hmm. first on an energetic level. And when someone says no, I stay completely out of their energy system. But he's like, oh, no, come on in. It's fine. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Is that... Uh, Lost my train of thought there for a moment. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure where that train of thought was. But overall, when it comes to him, he does need to. Oh, I know what it is now. He thinks that once he makes his pot of gold, that he'll stop and he'll slow down. I don't think he will. So you're going to have to keep reminding him. Hey, you said if we have this amount of money that we can kind of tuck away or pay off stuff with or whatever the plan is, that you were going to slow down. And, and I think you can get him to actually start to do that if you remind him about that. Okay. 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 And then, and then, how do I get beyond my guilt? <laughs> oh, of not per, of not contributing. Yeah. Start contributing. Figure out a way to go have some fun and make some money. First of all, you love adult conversation. Um, either your I, your kids must be grown by now or close to it. They are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. They're- out of college, barely, oh, yeah. Okay, great. They're fine. So so just go out and start having some fun. You know, like maybe even go work for, uh, you know, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, I would probably go work at a coffee shop. I'm, I'm not saying I'd work full-time, but I love people. I love coffee, even though I don't drink that much of it. I drink a lot of tea, but go do something fun. Don't try to be so serious about it while you figure out how else you want to contribute. But start connecting with people and get out there. Okay, I see, yeah, because, I, I mean, it feels all or nothing to me, like it needs to be, you know, a major, major job. Part-time doesn't feel like it's worth it. Well, you could even work full-time for Starbucks and get great health care, and then your husband can maybe work less at his job. Yeah. So, and and you don't have to follow that recommendation. I'm just saying, you know, don't make it life or death. You want to have fun when you work, because when you have fun, then things grow from that experience, and they get better, and and you can have advancements and figure out more about what you would like to do to contribute to our world at large and create an income from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but notice how you're just not too, even though you say you want to contribute, you don't, I think you're afraid. 
Well, there's some fear there. There's also a um, question about direction there. And, and one question is, do you see healing? Or yeah, I actually see that you could work very well in the healing arts, whether it's coaching or intuitive readings or, you know, energy work. But you have to first kind of start dabbling in that and take some classes and kind of figure out more about it. In the meantime, I think it'd be fun for you just to get out in the workforce. Just apply. Okay. Yes. And then okay. you can start taking classes and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So I have started that process. Oh, good. As far as I'd like to go yet. And and it's, a you know, half going there and half afraid of it. So Yeah, well, just push through the fear because fear yeah. is, you know, just a waste of time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Good. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to take another break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're talking about writing new stories and anything else you have going on in your life. And we'll be right back. Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Manson Mitchell, Saturday mornings at 10. Good gab, great guest. It's all about the art of dynamic living, shared by celebrated people from all walks of life, many with a claim to fame. Then at 11, The Gary Mance Show, two hours of mastery and mystery. From transformational teachers that show you how to get to where you want to go in life to lively discussions of the world's most perplexing paranormal phenomena. That's Manson Mitchell, Saturday mornings at 10, followed by The Gary Mance Show at 11 Pacific on Alternative Talk, 1150. Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's November 5th Saturday Workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. This interactive day-long workshop will assist you in unraveling the mystery of your guides. You will learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Courtyard on Lake Union on November 5th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Get a grip on life with Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to Bootcamp for Your Soul. It's Tuesday here in Seattle. We're talking about creating new stories, rewriting your story. And probably most of the world, it's Tuesday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's some places that have already crossed over to Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe Italy, it's Wednesday. 
Uh, probably not quite yet. Oh, okay, they're behind us. But I think Australia. Oh, Australia! It's yeah. Wednesday. Uh-huh. No, they're they're not behind us. It's just they're uh-huh. like eight, maybe nine, nine hours, hours ahead. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're getting up there towards Wednesday. Yeah. So they're a little anyway. Bit I'm us. sorry to derail your train of thought again. There. <laughs> That's so cute. That's adorable. So anyway, yeah, it's Tuesday here in Seattle Boot Camp for the Soul, and the interview that I did with Lauren on Cooperative Radio in Vancouver, I will have that posted on. Um, my website, you'll be able to go to the archives and listen to it. I, I actually loved it. It was very fun. And I'll put a link on Facebook and Twitter. You can always follow me on Twitter or on Facebook. I put up a lot of great information. And I, I know Eric's lovely commercial played about October 20th, um, Stepping Into Consciousness. That's my last one of the year of Stepping Into Consciousness. So I'm only doing four of those a year. Um, it's really, really fun. So you might want to Head over to the Marriott in Redmond and listen to that class. It'll be very fun. And then, of course, on October 8th, we're doing uh, The Other Side. And I always do readings in every class. Um, so I'll read everyone in the class when I um, do The Other Side. And my job is to help each of you to be able to read and connect with your loved ones on the other side. So that's going to be a very fun class. And then I'm super excited. On October 6th, I'm going to be interviewing Tammy Simon. She is the founder of Sounds True. And and she's also a master meditator. She um, teaches it all around the world, actually. She teaches workshops. It's really fascinating. So I'm looking forward to speaking with her and uh, learning more about her, and I hope you will, too. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right. Let's talk to Elizabeth now, calling all the way from Rhode Island. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm good, Marie. Happy uh, holidays coming up to you. That sounds <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What can I do for you today? My question, what I'm inviting you in on is um, really specific, and I feel kind of silly, but I believe that there's a great love for me. I just don't know that it's going to happen in this lifetime, and Mm -hmm. I would love any and all information or what you can see on that question. Mm -hmm. And you know you're really intuitive, right? I work with guides i do but this one is a complete mystery to me like i just don't know if it's going to happen in this lifetime or another lifetime and because i'm in this lifetime and my marriage ended a couple of years ago i'm kind of like possibly going to get involved with someone that i know perfectly well isn't you know a a, a big long-term relationship but it's just really fun so i'm kind of in that place and Mm -hmm. i would just love any information you had Well, do you believe that we can manifest whatever we want in our lives? Yes, I do believe that. Okay, so if you want a relationship in this lifetime, you get to manifest it. Awesome. Yeah, so absolutely you can have that in in this lifetime. And I think it's kind of exciting when there's areas when we're intuitive or we are aware of our intuitive abilities, and there's an area that we can't see. I always find it fascinating because I have areas of my life like that too, and and those are the areas that I have to do the most work in, like letting go and surrendering and focusing on my dreams and getting out of the way and all of those things. But yeah, you are completely capable of um, manifesting what you want. So here's the thing, though. When you mention this new kind of fun relationship, it doesn't feel fun to me. Interesting. Yeah, it, it just doesn't. I, I mean, I mean, yes, I want you to go out and have fun, especially since you just ended a relationship, but... I'm just, maybe I would look at that again. Is it really fun or is it kind of a repeated pattern? It's a totally repeated pattern. Uh Oh my God, totally. Okay. Completely repeated pattern. It's going backwards. Okay. The problem is Uh I'm just 
um, <laughs> uh huh. It's just so good to have someone be really attracted to you, you know, <laughs> all that energy. And so it's like that's really the question in terms of trying to manifest what I actually want. If I had some sense, if it's like, you know, five days, five years, five months, you know, that's where and that's where I'm probably getting in my own way. Right. But I don't know. How, like, that's what would be so helpful if there were actual things I could do. You could advise me on to get right. out of my own way. Right. No, I'm, I'm so glad we're having this conversation. And I'm so happy you're conscious of your choice. So whenever we make a decision here in the physical reality and we step in that direction, we're sending a message to the universe that this is what we want. So even when you're tempted, I'm sure there's a lot of men or women or both, <laughs> but this is a man from what I can see. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be very attracted to you. And, and so you, it's like you having patience for yourself and recognizing your self-worth and what you deserve. Rather mm-hmm. than taking a, a little shortcut to have a little bit of fun, because you've already done that in your lifetime. You've already taken oh, yeah. shortcuts and had fun. And that was fun, you know, exciting. Yay. But you want a long, long-term partnership. That's what you want. At least that's what your soul tells me. And I'm not saying you can't have fun before that. But how about have fun in a new way? Not the old way. Not when you already know it's not a good idea for you. Right. Because you're sending the wrong message. It's Even when I was, um, when my agent was setting out um, my book proposal to um, different publishers, there was a certain publisher I did not want the book to go out to. And there was a part of me like when he said, sure, okay, fine. And it's, it's, I just didn't have a good feeling about it. I didn't think it would be in my best interest. But on a logical level, it made no sense that I wouldn't send my book proposal to this particular publishing house. But I followed my own instincts rather than going into my fear. Well, gosh, what if nobody publishes me and I didn't mm-hmm. send it to that one house? It's kind of the same thing because you're thinking. It's the same thing. Right. And so I had to just keep having nice little chats with myself. And the one publisher that I really wanted is the one that I got. <laughs> so uh, so it's very important to stay dedicated to your truth and okay. to honor yourself and to have patience regarding it. You can still have fun, but not in the old way. You want to have a new way of having fun. This was super helpful. I'm I love so that you glad. saw that it wasn't a good choice. Yeah, it wasn't fun. And I've had fun. I, you know, when I got divorced, I had a lot of fun. I'll tell you that much. It was fun being (laughs) 20 again in my forties, you know, because I was never single. Right. And, and I, so I know what fun feels like and that didn't, does not feel like fun. Oh, that's so interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Do you see anything about what I'm able to manifest on what it is my soul definitely does want? Well, I think that what you do want and what you are willing to accept at this point, you have um, you have some growth to do about what you deserve because you're really afraid to be adored. I mean, you're a special, lovely, interesting, creative person. And to have a partner that is in your best interest, he's going to feel that way about you. And I think that scares you. Mm. I think it frightens you to have a loving man who you're attracted to. You have great sex with and everything else get along, you know, get along well and you get to grow together. I think it scares you to have him adore you. It's not something that you're wow. used to. Interesting. So I would work on work, that. Got to work on that. Oh, you will. And it'll happen. Really. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. You're have welcome. a great holiday. Thank you. Have a beautiful day in Rhode Island. I will do. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let's talk to Sylvie in Sun Valley, Idaho. Hi, Sylvie. How are you? 
Hi, Marie. I'm doing great. How's Sun Valley? I miss it. Oh, it's hot here this week. <gasps> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a great it's in place. the 80s almost every day. Wow. <laughs> Probably Indian summer. Oh, my goodness. What can I do for you? Um, I'm calling um, about my mom. Um, she's really intuitive and um, senses a lot of things. And um, I guess I'm wondering, um, she's had some kind of bizarre experiences Lately, um, feeling someone around her, um, and uh, I'm wondering if it's potentially her mom or her sister. It feels and like I'm trying to go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, just if they had anything, any mm-hmm. messages for mm-hmm. her, or yeah, it feels like a man, um, mm-hmm. actually, and it feels like he's apologizing. I don't know if her father has passed over, or a grandfather, or a partner, an uncle, brother. Um, well, that's interesting because mm-hmm. she, she actually told me, um, she's divorced from my dad and said that, um, she keeps, you know, going to back to bed in the middle of the night and feeling like he's there. Ah, but, but you're, he's, still he's alive. alive. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, people can have a psychic link even from those that are still living. Does she feel like he's apologizing to her or what does she feel is happening? Um, she didn't tell She doesn't know. And is your grandfather, your dad's dad, is he living? Um, no, they're all, they're all deceased. Yeah. So I think it's from that side of the family. I, I truly do. And, and notice how she even had some idea about it. But here's the interesting thing about... Oh, my my dad's father, uh-huh. you're saying? Yes. Oh. He, yeah. So I think it's a man. I think it's related to your father. And I think there's an apology coming across. I do agree that your father's apologizing on a psychic level too. And, and not that he, you know, I'm not saying that one person is more to blame for the marriage. Everyone's equally responsible for their, for anything that's going on in their lives. You know, it's mm-hmm. never one person's fault. Um, but I do think there is, um, on your dad's side of the family, there's some um, sorrow about certain decisions that they've made, your father, including your grandfather. And for some reason, there's some apologies passing through towards your mother. Yeah, that's okay. what I think it is. And and have your mother get really grounded because it's great to be intuitive, but if you're not really grounded, you can get confused about the intuition. So have How would your, you suggest she, she do that? She can do some stomping exercises uh, where you stomp around for a minute um, and punch your fist towards the ground. That helps a person to get grounded. You can visualize roots or vines growing down to the core of the earth and then you know, ask that those roots and vines act like straws and pull up earth energy. But she needs to get grounded so she can have better uh, connection to her intuition. Okay. Okay. And, um, and do you see, um, do you um, see her sister that passed um, just last year? Um, Not really. I'm sure she's around, but I don't see her right at this moment. And also I think you need to stop worrying about your mom. Mm. <laughs> I think you've worried about her your whole life. I love her, and she struggles yeah, a but, lot. But that's her stuff. That's not yours. She's smart. She's intuitive. It's some of the choices that she's making over and over again that keep her in that struggle. And I think that you, and I love that you love her and you care about her. I'm not asking you to stop that. But it's really not in your best interest to worry about her. It's, it's almost like you guys have reversed roles. Like you're the parent, she's the child. And I, it's sometimes if we over-nurture our children, or in your case, over-nurture your parent, 
it doesn't help them to progress. They become needy towards us. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So I really want you to look at that. And I'd love for you to do a meditation and ask for her higher self to come in and your higher self to come in and ask for some information about what would be in both of your best interests about how you proceed in this relationship instead of over nurturing her. And I would also love for you to do some rewriting of your own story about your childhood and let your mother be a mother in your new story. Let her take care of and nurture you and let you be playful and have fun and not be the responsible person in the relationship like a parent. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That could change the dynamics of the relationship because your mom needs to get more independent in her own sense of herself. And it's not going to happen if you keep, you know, taking care of her. And by rewriting the story, you mean just like actually writing down an ideal kind of, this is how a making it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't literally write it, even though that's the term Eric and I have been using for about a week now. Um, I just think it in my head and I just, I create it in my brain and I take it down to feelings. Like I really imagine it happening and I let my soul um, experience something that I really need. Mm. So, but you can write it too, but I, if you write it, please make it an emotion too. Right. Okay. Okay. Good luck. I think you're going to be very busy. You're welcome. (laughs) Have a beautiful day in that 80 degree weather. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Probably 80 in the next place as well. We're going (laughs) down to Los Angeles to talk to Sue now. Hi, Sue. How are you? Um, I don't know how I am. I went to a sweat lodge on Friday night and I lasted. And then when I was in the hotel room, I fell in the shower, and luckily the shower curtain caught me. I know that I was also protected. I went to work Saturday, and everybody was crazy. You know, (laughs) it's just like everybody's irritated with everything, so I know it was personal. And yesterday I had a a back procedure done by a doctor who I, you know, helps me keep my back going. Yeah. But I haven't, it's not that I'm depressed. It's not that I don't feel, I don't know if I don't feel grounded, but I don't feel like, I know I have to work tonight, so I'm glad it's getting me out of the house. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know maybe what I got out of the sweat lodge. I don't, I, re- I don't know anything. Yeah, I, well, I really don't like this. Energy, the feeling, energy. yeah, yeah. We are in a really weird energy pattern. I interviewed um, Christopher Renstrom on Thursday, and he says until like next Thursday, uh, or maybe even next Friday. Uh, we are in kind of a weird energy pattern um, as we enter, um, I believe he said the winter solstice or the autumn solstice, solstice, excuse me. Um, he says we're in a very weird energy pattern, especially for cardinal signs, which I believe are Capricorn, Cancer, Aries, and Libra. So I don't know if you have significant um, planets in those um, signs, uh, mm-hmm. but that could be affected it as well. I'm not a fan of sweat lodges. I'm sure they're amazing I just don't like to be that hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird way to discombobulate. Some people believe that it, to help you grow spiritually, you have to kind of physically get out of your way. And so, you know, being overly hot or um, being alone for a long period of time or in the dark for a long period of time, or people have these ideas that if you kind of physically create some uh, stress to the body that it you can't defend yourself because you're working so hard to balance yourself under some uncomfortable circumstances. 
I'm just not quite the fan of that personally. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure it's effective. I, I have no doubt about it. So here's what's happening while I'm talking to you on the radio because your energy system is really so easy for me to engage in for whatever reason. I'm just putting you all back together energetically because you. you're welcome. I think things got a little scattered. And, and I think you actually, you really wanted whatever the sweat lodge was going to do to work. And so you really put a lot of energy into it. And I think it just kind of, discom- a series of things probably discombobulated you. And who knows, maybe also partially this astrological moment. So I'm just putting your aura kind of in a more comfortable um, spin around you and organizing it better, which you're letting me do effortlessly. Like it's so easy for me to do. And now your root chakra just plugged in and uh, your crown's extending. Your heart chakra is spinning really beautifully in the back. You're releasing stagnant energy from your second. So you're doing great just while you're here on the phone. So I imagine, you know, you'll probably start to feel better quickly, but really by tomorrow morning, you might feel like, oh my God, I'm back. Yay. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and have a gorgeous day in L.A. I will. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Our next caller is in sunny Kirkland. All right. We'll just say that. We'll change the story. Right? Okay, yeah. No, I like that. <laughs> I like that story because I have to wear a sweater today. <laughs> Let's talk to Joy. Hi, Joy. How are you? Oh, fine. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Certainly. Yeah, I'm just wondering uh, if you can do a quick... Uh, read to see if you see anything. I'm, as most people, under stress from work, and I just wonder if anything's brewing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I seriously get that you absolutely, what could be really helpful for you is changing some of your old stories. Okay. You work very hard. You always have. You give 110%, but I don't believe that you're doing things that you really want to do. Yeah, that's probably true. And I don't think you really know yet what you really want to do. That's probably true, too. So here's my idea about rewriting your story. And we're going to go to childhood, maybe early adolescence. And if you could, um, as you're writing your story, that you get to do really fun, amazing things. Like maybe you get to go uh, paragliding, Uh you know, in the tropics when you're 10. You know, just I want you to allow your childhood to be a lot more adventurous and free and have parents who are kind of borderline hippies. (laughs) But really financially comfortable so that they let their children have like crazy experiences under safe circumstances Uh because you were just way too protected and controlled. And so that's why you control your life now. Uh That's why. Well, I can't leave this job because of blah, 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 blah. Right. So I would love for you to spend like the next three months, you know, at least once a week, but maybe even daily for a few moments in feeling a new story about your childhood and make it fun because your parents would love it too, whether they're both here or, you know, whether they're in bodies or not, which I think they are, but one of them doesn't feel very good to me. Um, Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's I apologize for the loss, or I'm sorry for the loss of um, a parent. So uh, their higher selves will help you um, with your story because it's a good story for them, too, to be freer, not controlling parents Uh who financially and otherwise, like you get to go to like some really cool summer camp where you get to, you know, do something fascinating like build rockets or have cadavers. If you would have liked that, I don't think you would have, but... (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, uh think out of the box and Uh let your childhood be just like this magical, amazing, intelligent exploration of life beyond what most kids get to experience. And I I think that will help reduce your stress 
and get you thinking about, wow, what can I do with my life that's very different than what you do right now? I think right. in truth, you're a very different person than the one you believe you are at, yeah, at this time. Yeah, I, I would say that's probably accurate, yeah. Do you feel that? Yeah, I do. I feel like I should probably be doing something else. Uh, but yeah, just a little bit worried about taking the plunge. Sure. And, yeah. and I think if you do this rewriting of your story, then you're going to get ideas that you can um, sink your teeth into and see their value and then begin to make the steps to move in that direction. Okay. Yeah, I'm very excited for you. I want you to keep me updated on what happens as you um, yeah. rewrite your story. Okay, wonderful. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a okay. great day. All right, we've only got a couple minutes, but I think we can quickly talk to Dee in Seattle. Hi, Dee. How are you? Um, hi, Marie. I have a 16-year-old daughter who asked me last night if I could um, check with you what's going on with her. She hasn't been feeling well since April. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah she did have um, a situation where she was picking up a friend's energy, which wasn't real great for her. Uh-huh. And she said the only time she feels well is when she hangs up with her boyfriend, who is just a really positive, upbeat person. Uh-huh. And has she been to the doctor at all? No, she has not. Yeah. It kind of feels like to me, and it doesn't mean that this has to physically be the health issue. It can just represent it in some way. It almost feels like she's got a little bit of mono going on. Oh, she had it last year. Did she? Huh. So, yeah, it feels viral to me. Um, it feels like it comes and it goes. What I would do is really work on um, her immune system because maybe she hasn't completely recovered from the mono because um, it can take a while too for uh, and, and generally kids get it a little like around 17, like their last year in high school. They tend to get mono. I don't know why, but they do. Um, so I would uh, work on her immune system, either take her to a natural path uh, and have her start taking herbs and vitamins because your daughter also... Um, she spreads out her org field, which I really, really like. She spreads it out pretty wide. I like that part of it, but she doesn't have enough energy to do that. And so she needs some supplements to support her is how I feel. Okay, that's really helpful to know. Yeah, and, and hopefully it's not mono, you know, but it's it's somehow mimicked in her energy system. Um, and maybe she just never fully recovered from it. And I, you know, I have my kids on supplements all the time. Of course, they're in their 20s now, but I've always given them supplements throughout their life. I just think sometimes we need um, herbs and vitamins, especially if we have a busy life. And your daughter cares so much about other people, which I think kind of exhausts her auric field. So she could use some some sort of, um, you know, increased nutrition value, perhaps from supplements to um, help her feel better. Okay, she she does do um, some things, but they're probably not enough, is what I'm thinking. So yeah, okay. yeah, and her adrenal glands, you know, are talking to me. So and her thyroid a little bit too. So it'd be interesting to see um, how those are actually really functioning through maybe a test, if you want to. I mean, you get to decide what you really want to do. You could even um, have her imagine that everything in her endocrine system is nice and healthy. Okay. 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 We'll do all those things. Thank, Thank you. Thank so you. Much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you, everybody, for calling in. We love our listeners. Have a beautiful day until next week. Joyful blessings. Bye bye.